Welcome to the Common Grounds Unity Podcast, where we have great conversations with unity-minded Christians. Our goal is to encourage unity of the Spirit within the Stone Campbell Movement and beyond. We believe unity starts with a cup of coffee. So grab a cup and join us as we seek to fulfill Jesus' prayer that we may all be one. And now, here are your co-hosts, Megan Rollins and Kevin Witham. Welcome to the Common Grounds Unity Podcast, folks. We're so glad to have you back with us for another uh, conversation and discussion with uh, different people in the Stone Campbell Restoration Movement, and we are very excited about our guest today. I am Kevin Witham, along with my co-host, Megan Rawlings. And Kevin, I am so excited about our guest today, um, who is the wonderful, the fabulous Mike Mack. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, and then I'm going to let you hear for yourself. Mike Mack is the editor of The Christian Standard, and he has served in churches in Ohio, Indiana, Idaho, and Kentucky. He's written more than 25 books, holy cow, and discussion guides, as well as hundreds of magazines, <laughs> newspapers, and web-based articles. Now, Mike is not just an editor of The Christian Standard. He also leads the small group leadership ministry, smallgroupleadership.com, training leaders, consulting with churches, and writing, editing small group resources. He was the group's minister at Northeast Christian Church in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm pretty sure I said that like a true Kentuckian from 2001 to 2012, and has served in several other churches leading small group and discipleship ministries. He originally founded smallgroups.com in 1996. Mike Mack um, has gone to the University of Cincinnati, um, the Carl H. Lindner College of Business, and he got a uh, Bachelor's of Business Administration in Finance and Economics. He went to the wonderful Cincinnati Christian University, where he received an MA in Christian Education and Journalism. And Mike and Heidi live near Louisville, Kentucky. They have four adult children. And he was an adjunct professor. I'm not going to keep going. Mike, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Megan. You you said that just the way I told you to. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I know I gave a little bit about you, but tell us, tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what makes you work. What makes me work? Well, here here's something. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm jumping in with this, but I grew up Catholic. No um, kidding. Maybe, maybe not everybody uh, realizes that and um, really fully gave my life to, to Christ when I was in Dayton, Ohio in 1988. And uh, I found a restoration movement church at that time. And uh, my journey just went from there. Mike. So glad to have you with us. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm particularly interested in talking with you. A, because I've heard of and seen the Christian Standard all of my life, and what a great history there is to that publication. And for you to be at the helm uh, makes you, I think, an interesting figure just to so many in our audience. And then your work on smallgroups.com, that has blessed our own church personally, and that I've used those resources. So thrilled to have you with us. Some of our listeners may be unfamiliar with the uh, Christian Standard, so could you share some history, some of 
you know, its background and then some of its accomplishments and more recent milestones? Well, sure. It's boy, I, I couldn't get go into all of the history because we've actually been around since 1866. Uh, first wow. first edition was on April 7th. So we were founded by Isaac Garrett in 1866, and and there were a number of other people who were involved in the founding of the magazine at that time. The most notable, perhaps, is James Garfield, who was a U.S. congressman at the time, and then later became president. And uh, so we've gone through a whole lot of different iterations of the magazine. Uh, Standard Publishing Company was the uh, headquarters, basically, of the magazine and actually several magazines and a number of other products over the years. I actually worked for Standard Publishing back in the late 1980s and early 90s. And um, now we are owned by a company that's called Christian Standard Media. And we produce the Christian Standard magazine. But there's been so many accomplishments over time. It's hard to pick one thing. But the magazine has definitely changed over time, gone through a lot of different cultural changes through the years, through a number of different um, difficulties, if you will. And um, throughout that whole time, we have uh, remained true to our... Uh, our motto, our purpose, to be devoted to the restoration of New Testament Christianity, its doctrines, its ordinances, and its fruits. And uh, that little motto, that purpose statement, is um, in the front of our magazine in every single issue since 1866. Well, that, that is impressive, you know, because it, the Christian standard still stands after all these years, and what great rich history to it, and what a formative publication uh, over the years of the Restoration Movement, and the fact that it's still serving uh, churches so well today is just a rich, not only heritage, but uh, just such depth and rich richness for the future. As we think about the standard, and by the way, just I'll say to our listeners, um, you, you can access much of what the Christian standard offers online. Just look up Christian Standard Media, and um, you have a great uh, hard copy magazine that still goes out with a lot of great articles. So just wanted our listeners to know that. As you think about the future, uh, having talked just a little bit about the history, um, where do you see things going with Christian Standard? Well, I mean, that's an interesting question. Um, as you may know, that you know, magazines uh, in general uh, are struggling, and uh, we're probably uh, not an exception to that. And for a whole variety of reasons, there have been struggles. But as you also said, we we've gotten through those. So now we're we're looking in over the last three years, we've made a number of changes that really has prepared us for the future. Uh, we've we've made a number of changes to the physical magazine. Uh, over the last three years, I think we've made it better graphically. It's great. We've got really good writers. And um, now we're, we're kind of turning a corner. And while we're going to continue to publish the magazine uh, every other month, we are really putting a lot of emphasis now on our website. Um, and, you know, we would have done this anyway, even with some of the issues going on in the magazine world out there, because we can report on issues 
and the news of the day so much quicker through our website and through our newsletters. We put out three newsletters every week. So all of those things really help us to be really geared toward the future right now. Well, Mike, you mentioned some of the great articles. Uh, Our great co-host, Megan Rawlings, uh, has a regular features or articles in the standard. So just want to say that for our listeners to uh, know you can go go there to the Christian standard and read some of Megan's writings. Megan, why don't you take it? Oh my gosh. I love writing for the Christian standard and I love Mike as my editor. So absolutely. Um, And Mike, I got a question for you. When you think of your audience and the culture in general, are there challenges in communicating effectively to them? And what are you learning um, for the effectiveness of delivering the message as the editor? Because I know as writers, we're always trying to write with a certain person in mind, but you're kind of in charge of all of it. So what say you? Yeah, there's there's always a challenge. There's a challenge in anything we do, uh, particularly when we're trying to communicate. Yeah, whether you're a preacher, you're a writer, you're an editor, or whatever, we um, we're always going to face challenges. One of those biggest challenges, I think, is considering the culture. So we've got an audience um, that we have one audience that's been around with us for a long time. They're older. They they love what we do, what we've done over the years, and we want to keep them. We want, we want to reach them. We want to help them to live their lives, uh, their Christian lives to the greatest. I mean, we, we want to help them to continue to serve and everything else. But we're also trying to reach a younger age group at the same time and, you know, and, and every age group in between. And so there's always that tension of trying to reach both age groups. So we, we've done a lot of updating to our magazine to reach that younger age group. But at the same time, we're doing everything we can to continue to serve uh, every age group that, that is reaching us. So that's, that's a big part of the cultural dilemma for us is to, to really make sure that we are reaching every age group that we can. Mike, one of the things I, I've noticed in uh, kind of perusing the Christian standard, looking at your website, reading some of the uh, magazines as well, the, the Christian standard consistently posts articles that are related to Christian unity and and the diverse areas where we need unity, not just, you know, unity um, of, of our churches and congregations and, and all, but racial unity and harmony. Uh, Why is this message of unity so important to you? And why is it so important to the Christian standard? Well, I I guess the simplest way to answer that is that it it was important to Jesus. And uh, yeah, and and it's important throughout the New Testament. And uh, I've always believed this. I mean, we we always get much more accomplished when we work together than when we work alone. We're never going to accomplish anything truly godly, anything truly great um, if we're going against one another and if we're not working together and working in unity. That doesn't mean that we have to all agree on everything, of course, but we we do need to find ways that we can 
uh, find unity, regardless of what kind of unity we're talking about here. Um, it, it, it's just it's just so critical. It's just something that I've always believed in. It's something that I not only take to heart, but I, I try to live it out in everything that I do. And so that's why it's important personally to me. So when you uh, when you hear from readers, and I'm I'm sure you do as an editor, sure. Um, are are you hearing things that make you hopeful for greater unity? And as an observer of of our movement, being an editor, you're sitting in a unique place to not only shape but probably observe a lot. Are are you hopeful about greater unity within our heritage and and it, why in either direction, whether that's affirmative or not. I I am hopeful. I I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of different people from all three streams of of our movement, um, from people uh, outside of our movement as well. And uh, I have great hope. I I I think it. I think there's a new day that's um, uh, dawning right now, and. I, I, you know, I could go, boy, I could talk about this for an hour. I'm I'm trying to cut it down to little bite-sized nuggets here, but, (laughs) uh, but no, no, I I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful. Uh, I've, I, I talked to, I'll give you an example. There was, there was a couple guys who showed up at the North American Christian convention, which is the, the convention for the, uh, the inter, um, independent Christian churches. Uh, it's now turned over to Spire, but a couple of years ago at the North American, I was there and I ran into some guys and they came up and talked to me. They identified themselves as disciple disciples of Christ pastors. And I was like, wow, you know, so what are you doing here at the North American Christian Convention? And just my uh, talking to them then, and then I ended up writing an article uh, about an interview with them, and I've kept in touch with them over the years. And there are all kinds of opportunities, I believe, for some sort of unity. I've had conversations with the guys who edit and write for the Christian Chronicle, and I read the Christian Chronicle. And one of the editors of Christian Chronicle has written for Christian Standard, and I think I just think we could all rather than be competitive with one another and rather mm-hmm. than kind of looking like what we don't have in common, I think it's really important that we start looking at how we can work together and how we can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just team up for the yes. gospel message, right? I mean, there, Absolutely. there's so many things that we can do and uh, I think we should do. Well, the, boy, those stories are encouraging, and I'd, well, I'd love to just hear of that growing, and I, we're, we're always hoping that our ministry here helps to facilitate more of that as we kind of introduce people in all streams of this movement to one another and to different publications. Well, I'll tell you, in our February uh, 2021 issue, uh, the cover has these two guys on it, Fate and Rudy Haygood. Yes. So uh, did you see that one? And I did. Great story. Shout so, out to Rudy. Yeah. So you got <laughs> so you got two guys who are brothers who are one is in churches of Christ and one is in independent Christian churches. And the, 
you know, they, of course, they get along with one another, not just as brothers, but they both made critical points that I think everybody ought to read for how unity can happen. Yeah. Isn't that a great, great example of the very thing we're talking about here? Absolutely. So, so Mike, here we've got this uh, listening audience of folks in the different streams of this movement, always looking for good resources. If you were sitting across the table from somebody kind of describing the, the standard to them in Christian Standard Media, you know, what excites you? What, what would you say to them about, hey, here's why you need to jump on and, and look at this magazine or look at this website? I, I think what excites me as far as that goes, is that we are, you use the word resource. We, I believe we are a really good resource with really good writers, including Megan. And so, so we've got a number of columns in the magazine each, each with each issue, but we also have all of these feature stories and each one is really a resource for any kind of church within our movement or outside of our movement and how to reach lost people with the gospel and help them grow in their Christian life. And our leaders in our churches, regardless of the the stream that they're in, need really good resources for helping our people reach their lost friends and their lost coworkers and their lost neighbors, or how to lead a small group or a Sunday school class effectively so that they can help the people that they're friends with in those groups to grow in their relationship with Christ to the point where they can share the gospel with their neighbors and friends as well. So I think we're a great resource for that. That's what we try to accomplish with every issue. When I'm looking for writers, I'm looking for people who can get that message across. And I'll, I'll throw out another shout out for Megan. She does a great job with her, with her uh, column that she writes regularly. And she, she talks so much about how to take the word of God and whether it's in a small group or whatever it is that you're leading and how to get people into God's word in it boldly. Her, her, the title of her column is bold to do that boldly and to share the gospel boldly. And we've just got so many writers and columns and articles that do that very effectively. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, we also at the Christians, we, as in, you know, I'm totally part yeah. of this team here. The well, Christian stand, that's right. They, um, we just started uh, offering resource guides that you can download now as well. Do you want to that's speak right. a little bit about those? Well, just go to christianstandard.com and um, I'm going to actually go over to the website here real quick and, and look where it is. But you'll see on our homepage, you'll see a place to go and look at those resources and download them. I know a bunch of them are just absolutely free. So, man, take advantage of that because they're really good resources for your church and also for your own uh, Christian leadership. Well, Mike, I have absolutely loved this, and I'm not done talking to you yet, and I know Kevin isn't either. And Kevin, do you have anything else for us? Well, I'd just like to tell our listeners that uh, we're, we're going to come back uh, with next week's podcast and talk to Mike about uh, his work with small groups. And th- that's a whole other side to his ministry life. But to close out about the Christian standard, I think it'd just be good to say to our listeners again, 
you can go to christianstandard.com and find the magazine and resources there. And you can go to christianstandardmedia.com. Um, so check those two sites out. Um, subscribe to the magazine. Uh, you'll be blessed. So, Mike, so good to have you with us today. We look forward to having you back next week. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Megan. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, make sure you tune back in right where you are now. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Common Grounds Unity Podcast with Megan and Kevin. Please check out commongroundsunity.org to learn more about who we are. There are plenty of resources, and you can subscribe to the weekly email articles, join the Facebook group, or find our YouTube channel. We've also provided a link in the show notes for comments. You can ask questions or suggest topics and guests. If you would like to partner with us financially, you can do that too through the show notes or on our website. Until next time, God bless. And remember, unity starts with a cup of coffee.